Welcome to this month's recording of my blog. This month's blog is Grief and Beauty. Here's a poem. Constant change. Tides swirl their unique patterns, fluid, advancing on the borders, pooling into fresh sculptures of windswept beige. No beginning, no end, just movement. Summer's evening chills invite a drawing in, shivering beneath improvised cloaks of faded beach towels, breezy ripples expanding on landscapes of skin. No beginning, no end, just movement. Clammy, damp grief fingers grip at my heart, threatening the undertow into despair's depths, chasms from which emergence seems improbable. Though in this too, with a breath, comes a knowing, no beginning, no end, just movement. These swirling times, unsteady perches on shifting sands, irrelevant clocks mocking any remaining sense of comforting structure, for nothing is certain. As shorebirds gather at the edges, calling warnings of impending loss, or are they mourners of what has already passed? Ephemeral securities, identities, liberties, lives. No beginning, no end, just movement. Hearts break, guts clench, inner volcanoes erupt, desperate to restore balance straining for ghosts of peace that once kept hateful greed at bay, or so we thought, until they swooped in, clawing at our private places in the archaic dance of power over. No beginning, no end, just constant movement. In the distance, the dog frolics in the waves as sun quietly paints her horizon with colors gaspingly brilliant, these tides slip in, filling up the empty places, never bothered at lingering a while before reversing their path and doing it all over again. No beginning, no end, just movement. No consternation in this constant change, just commingling of loss and birth, beauty and destruction, Elementals lap at jagged soul edges, no pretentious truths nor denying erosion, or that new shorelines still emerge, just the isness of life. These teachers from the wisdom places bring a knowing bigger than this month's horrors or last month's pain or next month's potential discouragements. Exhaustion doesn't live here as a lifeless carcass. It is swept up and held in the tide's embrace, biding time, carving, shaping, sometimes quietly, sometimes fiercely, always constant. For tides and landscapes change as we paint our signatures on that changing horizon. We know in our bones, there is no beginning, no end, only movement.
There are so many currents that seem to change and pile upon each other each day. A morning can start out one way and end quite the opposite. Its direction can either be influenced by the luck of encountered circumstances or by resolve and her offspring intention, which rise above reactions to events seductive invitations. In the midst of so many sadnesses, disappointments, horrors, and rage, what's to keep us even keeled? How do we ride these tumults? To cope with grief, outrage, and disillusionment, we must find ways to not deny what is. Can we host them, but not become them? When we make space for the appropriate responses of grief, we don't waste precious energy fighting it. It just is. Then, noticing what is nourishing or even simple and beautiful that rides alongside us on these choppy seas can keep us from going into the whirlpools that pull us down. This is the coexistence of the seemingly incompatible forces of challenge and beauty. And in those troughs or peaks, where they co-mingle, there is the everyday sacred. John O'Donohue in Beauty, the Invisible Embrace, rediscovering the true sources of compassion, serenity, and hope, offers us this. True beauty can emerge at the most vigorous threshold where the oppositions of life confront and engage each other. Beauty does not belong exclusively to the regions of light and loveliness cut off from the conflict and conversation of oppositions. The vigor and vitality of beauty derives precisely from the heart of difference. Now, I don't know about you, but there are lots of opportunities to practice this these days. Sometimes they come hour by hour, and that practice is really in tuning our instruments to notice the contrasts and host the bigger picture, which is ironically hosting us all the time, whether we notice or not. For example, after reading a heart-wrenching story of a family who lost a loved one to the recent Buffalo, New York shooting in America, the senselessness of the hatred was engulfing. I could feel the squeeze on my heart that resonated with the recent personal loss of someone I hold dear. Resolved to find a steadying counterbalance in nature, which has always been my healer, I went to look at the robin's nest on my back porch to see how that fresh life was emerging. Instead of the three beautiful blue eggs that were there the day before, the nest was empty. Something had eaten the eggs. The layering of these incomparable losses was pulling me down fast. There was no ranking or thought process. It all just seemed senseless, pointless, and devastating. So I sat and cried for all of us. But then, remembering my resolve to notice simple beauty, or at minimum, nourishments, I went for a walk with my dog. 
I won't lie to you that the walk was instantaneously uplifting. It wasn't. In fact, I felt myself slogging along, forcing step after step, reasoning that at least my dog was happy and I was getting some exercise. About 12 minutes in, I suddenly noticed the blue sky and puffy white clouds. Simple, but lovely. No cherubs descended to sprinkle magic into my sad heart, but something happened that reminded me of the bigness of life, of nature, and this simple fact of sky, the beauty that asked nothing of me but gave me the smallest of lifts. That was enough to shift 10%, and that mattered. This is the everyday practice of noticing, of choosing to what you wish to devote your precious life force. Where do you point your vessel? If it's rest, rest. If it's fighting for life and rights, fight while remaining aligned with your center. Let the fight be fierce but connected to what you love so that you don't become the very energy you fight, so it doesn't eat you alive. As Buddha and later Martin Luther King said, hatred does not cease by hatred, but by love alone is healed. Now it doesn't mean that love can't be fierce. And if your devotion is in quietly accompanying another, holding a hand in the midst of devastation, or finding the respite of laughter and joy, let that presence of showing up be your sacred practice. We're all doing the best we can to find our way through. We humans can survive many setbacks and challenges. We can align with aliveness, radiance, the natural rhythms, and teachers seen and unseen that walk beside us. Then we can go beyond survival and reclaim our humanity, our wholeness, our life. If you're interested in reading other blog posts not all of them are recorded. Please visit me on WordPress, Reclaiming Our Wholeness. This is Star Pots. Thank you for joining me.